0: Well, 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 here it is. It's Thursday, and the rain keeps coming. Man, oh, man, we're sort of mired or socked into something that isn't really that pleasant, although it gave us a bit of a break yesterday. That was the bonus, that, you know, the kids got to trick-or-treat, and it wasn't pouring, and that was uh, something I was worried about. I don't know why, but... uh, (laughs) And
1: your Halloween decorations didn't sort
0: out. Well, I hope they didn't. They did not. Yay! But you know what? (laughs) This is kind of... This is, I'm almost embarrassed to admit this, but uh, so we have one of these mechanical screeching cats whose eyes, like, glow red and green. I love it. Yeah, well, because you step on a little bit of a switch there when the kids come to the door.
1: Under the welcome mat
0: kind of sort something of like that there's something like that yeah but this is the cat and uh, it screeches and the problem is the little ones were terrified you know and uh, i kept saying to briar uh, you got to hit it that's the whole point and purpose of halloween i mean yes it may scare them away but you know it'll save us on the candy uh-huh. no i didn't say that uh but you know she she was saying no we can't we can't i said come on you know that's why is- you set it up well, it was set up to uh, actually greet them at the door, along with other demonic presences. I'm including myself amongst that list, but uh, and this was what kind of transpired at the house. The Halloween uh, you got a little too scary for the kids and I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, isn't that supposed to be the point and purpose? This moat of fire worked really well. We hardly had to give out any candy this year. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we
1: candy for Johnny. Had
0: some elaborate thing hooked up with the natural gas outlet yeah. and, uh, you know, <laughs> What's wrong? throw a burning match in that direction. Yeah, there's real fire coming out of that dragon. Uh, no, but you know, this was the fun part of it when you watch their faces light up. Although one kid said, uh, yeah, I'm not scared of your fake cat. And I thought you know, that would really be a a neat thing to be able to have this cat then spring up into its face and wrap its claws around the kid's throat. Not
1: so fake. I
0: would love that. Yeah, that's almost the impulse that I had. If I could only have invented something like that, rigged it up in time for these young reprobates. How
1: how, how young? Like, are we talking like little tiny ones or are you talking tweens coming to the door going, wow, that's a scary cat?
0: No, the tweens come when like the candle in the pumpkin is down to like nothing. Nine forty-five. you know in, you're dude. winding down and suddenly you know you still got kids coming to the door as i said the other day you're left with nothing so you go to the larder you look for maybe an apple put a razor in it because the kid's after the razor he's already shaving two three years that's the problem some folks they kind of come bust in if you get my point. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. When a van unloads a number of children, and they're not children, <laughs> the driver actually comes with them. When you're taking Uber or Lyft to go trick-or-treating, there could be a problem. But no, we had a, probably in excess of 100, 120 kids.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of shell-outing.
0: <laughs> well... It is, and it's not without its problems,
1: Mm -hmm. because,
0: you know, the kids today are so savvy, or they've been, uh, I don't want to say lawyered up, (laughs) but they've been, you know, brought up to scratch on uh, foodstuffs and edibles. Okay. And so, you know, there's a filter that's sort of being presented at the door.
1: Like peanut-friendly
0: snacks? Well, yeah, you can't have the Rice Krispie treats for some, because I guess, you know, that, what is that, uh, gluten in there? Gluten. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the other, the chocolate goodies, no
1: chocolate. No,
0: no, because of the sugar, and uh, I'm lactose intolerant. Great. No you know, dairy. No dairy. I'm, yeah, all of this stuff. I mean, what am I left with? Uh, you can have a hit off my bottle of the kill I'm nursing, <laughs> or you can pet the cat. I'm running out of options here. And you don't want to be the house that gives out the toothbrush. No. <laughs> oh, what is this? yeah. No, that's six months down the road. Toothbrush. Uh, it's all a racket being sponsored by the Dental Association. I'd
1: give it, or Dental Floss. Huh, every kid wants dental floss for Halloween.
0: I'm sure they do. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back in the day, you know, where you'd have like the old pillowcase. Oh yeah. and go door to door and some people would just have a loose bowl of popcorn. <laughs> And grab a fistful of that and sort of throw it in.
1: And you were lucky to have it. Wow. Well, or an apple from the kitchen.
0: Yeah, you know, you do, you're do sorting that night and into the next day and the day after that, trying to, you know, the little pieces of and the kernels of corn and things like that. But it doesn't...
1: Yeah. Or the candy apples that they'd make themselves wrap up.
0: Well, if you're on that train then you're talking about some fancy neighborhood you know the caramel apples where you know you actually dip the apple and swirl it around in the melted caramel
1: yeah exactly the
0: word goes out because the kids now they got cell phones you know they're texting each other where the hot houses are go to
1: the apple man you
0: know you five-year-olds they're basically on a tom tom network (laughs) (laughs) I i can't believe it so you know it's uh it's one of those things where you're really in a bind you know halloween has become it's got to be thought out and well-administered. You you can't scare the kid. There is. I'm I'm, I'm honest to God glad it's over. There's more pressure than Christmas.
1: So you shut the lights out, you stay in the back room.
0: Yeah. You know, Christmas, you can just get a, you know, a clip-on tie for, you know, your uncle f- from Cleveland, and you're off to the races. Who's going to complain? Delight. This
1: guy thinks he's funny giving me a, ha- a handful of unpopped popcorn <laughs> right. off to
0: the Human Rights Tribunal. <laughs> right. That's what it is. It's almost like here's a make-work project. Uh, yeah. yeah. You sort this out. It has the potential to be a treat. What the <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. It could be a trick, but, you know, and when I say this, I say this in a... A semi-serious way, because there are kids for whom there are food allergens, and they've got to be very mindful of that.
1: Yeah, deadly.
0: Well, yes. And uh, the deadly aspect is where the fun stops. And this is why there's a story out of Kitchener-Waterloo, where a woman there is withholding her daughter, who's kindergarten age, from school. Because the school would not follow her petition, literally and figuratively, because she's taken out a petition looking for 50,000 signatures. Right now, she's up to one hundred and seventy. So it could be a while yet, but she's imploring the school should change their uh, position on banning peanuts and peanut foodstuffs because, you know, kids could go into anaphylactic shock. So the woman here, uh, she's named Alyssa Holstock and her kindergarten age daughter. They attend a school in the Waterloo Region uh, District where the school has put an outright ban on peanuts. So what they've decided to do, uh, because the school is banning them, She says, This is very difficult when I pack a lunch because I'm at my wits' end. I don't know what I can now feed my kid. It's gotten to the point where she just wasn't eating, says the mother. (laughs) I'm thinking, wait a minute. How limited are our options? I mean, it's peanuts or starvation? Are you kidding me? And yet I, I sort of understand her plight, uh, because the kids do like peanut butter and jam sandwiches or jelly sandwiches.
1: And uh, I think there's a lot of alternatives to peanut butter. Like it'd be I don't know, I think one of them's called wow butter or something like that, and there are mm. other kind of, you know, legumes or something like that. So there's legumes. protein in it. But it's not peanuts. No.
0: Don't don't kill the the fun because legume butter uh, replicating the taste of peanut butter can't be even close almond butter all right well there, i know there's ah, almond sure. butter but there's so
1: much more expensive no but that's just
0: nuts in general and this yeah. is the problem because you know the uh, broad swath of allergens within the nut family it's i guess the school's policy and a lot of schools follow this to just outright ban everything that has to do with the nut family the genus nut and this is uh why this woman is complaining she says, quote, I've offered to label her lunches when she has something with an allergen, and that way they know looking at her lunch pail. Today is a day when she needs to sit by herself. I think that's probably one of the most reasonable solutions, she says. Unless you think maybe others who have these allergies ought to sit by themselves. I mean, we're talking about segregated lunchrooms here, potentially. And if that's the case, no, uh, you know, everybody's going to be separated Or if there's a small percentage, and usually it's about two out of a hundred right now, that's the going rate of people who have these uh, food allergies, peanuts specifically, they sit on their own in the corner like the leper with a bell around its neck. I know, it's sad. You see, this is going to be traumatic. So uh, she is offering that her daughter sit by herself. This would be one of those occasions where her lunch bag or lunch box is marked you know, with the foodstuffs, and therefore she gets segregated. (laughs) Boy, I don't know if she's doing her kid any favors on that front either. But uh, the school rejected that suggestion. And so what she did is she took her kid out of school this fall. I don't say she's homeschooling, but she's been staying home with mom while mom tries to get the school board to overturn their policy on keeping food allergens out of the lunchroom. Well,
1: these anaphylactic reactions, I used to date a guy who was allergic to peanuts, and if I put peanuts on something in another room and he could smell it his throat would start to get scratchy yeah so it can be i mean based on everybody's individual thing but it could be pretty sensitive or if you had peanuts in a bowl and then someone who's you know allergic to peanuts then had some other sort of snack out of that bowl eh, a reaction
0: well that's why there's a concern and this mother though is suggesting that equally her daughter ought to be allowed to eat this stuff because she's not eating anything else although i'm told uh, when it comes to children who won't eat, like, you know, broccoli or their vegetables, you know, just starve them for a while. They'll come around. I mean, you know, they they have that in, innate, what is it, instinct or reflex of action that will lead them to the food bowl on occasion.
1: If they're hungry, they'll eventually Well, that's eat. just it.
0: My cat's finicky. But, you know, deny him the treats and all the other wonderful stuff, or eventually he'll come to the slop in the bowl. And so this is why I'm saying kids much the same way. But this woman... You know, she's adamant. She says the children allergic to nuts are not deserving of more protection than any other allergic student. And so uh, she believes her own kid ought to be allowed. And these other kids then, you know, would just have to find a way of accommodating. Should we kill all the bees because people are allergic to them, she asks. We can't kill the bees. Well, no, that's true. I mean, that has far reaching consequences for the food chain. So, I mean, that's getting into a deeper philosophical question, and I'm not ready to address it here when we're talking about a four-year-old or a five-year-old.
1: You can't kill but, the bees. But, you
0: know, so she's got this online petition, as I say, looking for 50,000 signatures. So far, 171 supporters. But some people are not supportive, as you might anticipate. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, <laughs> one guy even said, I'm only uh, coming on to this petition so I can voice my displeasure all you people are selfish that know nothing about the severity of nut allergies just bullies it's plain and simple as that I'll even sign it just so I can post this message he says another avoiding nuts is a daily thing we deal with so my daughter doesn't die you start a petition to make it even harder on us shame on you and all of you who signed this it's not a choice to be allergic avoidance is the only mechanism for preventing reactions and staying safe this is from the exec director of food allergy Canada Well, this is why it's interesting, because the mother is not backing down. She's going to keep her daughter from school while she petitions the board to lift the ban. She says, we just don't want to end up in a position where, in order to accommodate everyone, we have no choices left on what to feed our kids. So, question, is she being selfish? Not shellfish. That's also an issue. Is she being selfish? And that's my question. So, uh, and, you know, there are many attendant to this, besides his mom being selfish, I'm opening the lines, maybe you've got a, a similar situation or predicament or had to have addressed it with your own kids' schooling, and it's usually in schools where it takes uh, root, uh, and boards then respond in kind. Now, I don't know what the situation is, you can tell me what it uh, happened to be with your own school or that of your kids. Did they have a total ban? Was there uh, a compromise that was struck, i.e. segregating the kids in the lunchroom? putting tags on lunch bags and boxes to suggest here's something that could be potentially problematic. Have my kids sit alone or go to the principal's office. (laughs) Uh, Who should sit alone? And would you favor segregated lunchrooms? The mother actually had one final passing thought. Uh, If my kid can't eat peanut butter and I'm limited in the choices and she doesn't want to eat right now, maybe the school should be feeding the kids. Make sure everybody's safe. What a nice way to leverage her own complaint and turn it into a food bank. Uh, Yeah, but, you know, I feel uh, in part, look, I'm going to be agnostic about this until I hear otherwise. This is a parent who's kind of flummoxed and also frustrated by the system that she feels is tilted too far in one direction to favor the kids with allergies. And yet I get it from the parents who say, you know, I'm just... We're happy the school has done this so my kid doesn't die. And now uh, you have a crux of a problem that's been festering for a long, long time. We know about this, but this is the latest incarnation of it. We've got a parent in Waterloo Region keeping her kid from school because of this. And she's demanding, I guess, in the petition, school if the ban. Is she being selfish? Yes, no. Here we go.